Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So as I'm sitting down to do the show today, I look at Twitter and I look to see what's trending. And Stephen Wright is trending. And I thought, oh no, Stephen Wright is dead. And then I look and no, uh, Stephen Wright is not dead. That makes me happy. (laughs) That's his birthday. Uh, He was born on this day in 1955. So happy birthday to Stephen Wright. It makes me happy to know that Stephen Wright is still on the planet. I love, I mean, his jokes, he has obviously so many, and he's so funny. Uh, Some of my favorites, you know, there's a fine line between fishing and just standing on the shore like an idiot. I went down the street to the 24-hour grocery. When I got there, the guy was locking the front door. I said, hey, the sign says you're open 24 hours. He said, yes, but not in a row. And, uh, <laughs> yesterday someone broke into my house and replaced everything with an exact duplicate. Think about it. And of course, my all-time favorite from Stephen Wright, and I'm sure many people's all-time favorite, is uh, everywhere is in walking distance, if you have the time. So Stephen Wright is not dead. This is his birthday. Happy birthday to Stephen, and I'm thankful that you're still walking the planet welcome welcome to chewing the fat so look who's headed to prison it could be a new segment on chewing the fat (laughs) look who's headed to prison uh michael avenatti uh sentenced to another 14 years in prison for fraud He gets 14 years in prison for embezzling clients' money, violating tax laws, uh, on top of the five years of prison time for two prior criminal convictions. Uh, Remember Michael Avenatti, I mean, he was Mr. Superstar when he was the representing uh, Stormy Daniels in her lawsuit against Donald Trump. How'd that lawsuit work out, by the way? So uh, don't forget, he tried to extort Nike. He uh, stole money from Stormy Daniels. He also is supposed to pay $7 million in restitution to his victims. Good luck. Uh, He pled guilty to the wire fraud and tax uh, tax offenses earlier this year. He misused settlement money from several of his clients. The one client, the paraplegic man, that story is absolutely amazing how he... Uh, misused that guy's money. He obstructed federal efforts to collect payroll taxes for his coffee business. So, 14 more years in prison for Michael Avenatti. One more person who's headed to prison today. Uh, The man who shot Lady Gaga's dog, Walker, gets 21 years in prison. Right? Good. He pleaded no contest. James Howard Jackson uh, pleaded no contest to one count of attempted murder as part of a violent robbery of the two singers' French bulldogs. Uh, you know, the singers' two French bulldogs. Uh, the breed of the dog that can be worth in thousands of dollars. He was one of three men involved in the heist that uh, badly injured dog walker Ryan Fisher. And remember the lady who ended up uh, turning in the dog. She was part of the theft and the shooting as well. So, uh, good. Have a nice day. 
And yes, he was sentenced in person. Remember, they let him out of jail by accident. And it took him four months to finally hunt him down and recapture him, which he did. So, uh, 21 years for James Howard Jackson. All right, and we have an update in the Oak Mulgee case. He's not in prison yet. He's just in jail. Uh, Joseph Lloyd Kennedy II. 67 years old. He was the person of interest in the Oak Mulgee killings case uh, from the beginning. And so he's the scrapyard owner. He's now in jail, no bond. Remember, he was, uh, he left and then he was arrested in Florida because he had an outstanding probation warrant for his arrest in uh, Oklahoma. And then he was driving a stolen vehicle in Florida. And whatever other charges they had in Florida, uh, they decided that they weren't going to charge him, so they shipped him back to Oklahoma. He came back to Oklahoma just as a person of interest. Uh, no longer. He's now been arrested. <laughs> wow. Okay. So according to the investigators, he was the person that they had. He was more than a person of interest. I mean, they figured that he did the murders. And according to this, uh, you know, he was, he's now been charged with murdering and dismembering four people in October. It said, uh, it took a while to charge Kennedy in the death of Mark and Billy Chastain, Mike Sparks and Alex Stevens, because the investigation was complicated. That's what they claim. Uh, in the words of Ben Matlock, murder is a messy business. So investigators have claimed that they logged over a thousand man hours on this investigation. And I say claimed, I believe them. You know, there's no reason to doubt that they've logged in all these man hours on the investigation. According to Chief Joe Prentice, Okamulgee Police Department. Uh, apparently, Kennedy drove to a girlfriend's house out of town and tried to give her son a bicycle. Investigators said that the bike actually belonged to one of the murder victims. Remember, they were last seen riding their bicycles. Police said six days after the murder, he went back to her house, told the woman he'd killed the victims, cut them up because he believed they were stealing from him. She reported that he was very agitated and told her he was leaving and she would never see him again. They said he also told the woman he'd killed the victims, cut them up because he believed they were stealing from him. He told her they were all against him and he lost it and he just started shooting. She said he told her after he shot them, that he cut him up. Oh, I mean, why wouldn't you? So all four victims had been cut at the waist. One of them was missing arms as well. Holy cow. Uh, they also found a pair of broken dentures, broken uh, wagon, along with blood and other items in the lot next to the scrapyard. Remember, that was where they said a very violent act took place that wasn't his property. And they said that when he was arrested in Florida, one of his shoes had blood on it. Amazing. Got a new car, but he didn't get a new pair of shoes. They said one of the victim's cell phones pinged not only at Kennedy's scrapyard, but later at a gas station where Kennedy was on camera getting gas and finally at another property owned by Kennedy. Prosecutors said a lot of rumors have been swirling about this case. I know. I have been one of them uh, swirling those rumors. And they said, we have to base it on facts and evidence alone. Got it. I understand. That's, but that's, you know, good for you. That's what you do. 
Sorry about the whole rumors thing. That's what we do. It's a case that needs to be tried in court of law and subject to the rules of evidence and not in the court of public opinion. I got it again. Back off me. Okay. It was just a, an idea coming from me. I just had to come up with something for this because you gave us nothing. Okay. <laughs> they claim that he had no evidence. There's no evidence that he had any help committing the murders. He did it all himself. So Joseph Lloyd Kennedy the second, 67 years of age, is now in jail with no bond and charged with murdering and dismembering the Okmulgee Four in October. So we still have the, you know, the trial to go through because according to the prosecutors, uh, you know, the case needs to be tried in a court of law and subject to the rules of evidence and not in the court of public opinion. Yeah, we got it. Thank you. Back off me. Okay. Maybe if you'd have told us something earlier, we could have, you know, toned down the, (laughs) the rumors and the other ideas of why this case was happening and what happened with this case. Cause I really did in the beginning. I thought he was on the run, uh, cause he was thought he was going to get killed too. Nope. Not the case. (laughs) I still claim that Oak Mulgee is, uh, a meth distribution hub for the United States. I still claim that. And uh, you're going to have to do some, you're going to have to do some actual proven (laughs) to get me off that. Okay. Cause I think this whole thing revolved around that. Uh, Are they telling us all? Okay. I guess. What were these guys? These guys were stealing. They were going off to hit a big lick and they were going to steal from a scrapyard. I I don't know. Uh, It feels like maybe that's not, we're not hearing everything. So I'll wait for the trial to see if we hear everything. Because until then, we have to just believe that what you're telling us is true. And okay, fine. We'll we'll believe what you're telling us is true. They're Okamulgee prosecutor. But uh, we're still going to have rumors and public opinions. Because we, you know, you're claiming that this guy killed all four of these people by himself and then ran away and told someone that he did it. And that's it. We're done because they were, because he thought they were stealing from his scrapyard and they were off. Remember they were taking off that day to go do some kind of crime that was going to make them a a lot of money from a scrapyard. Okay. All right. Fine. No problem. I'll believe it for now. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. We are smack dab in the middle of holiday season. Christmas is right around the corner. It's the happiest season, right? The happiest season of all according to Andy Williams. But let's be real. Between the hectic holiday travel, stressing out over family recipes, dealing with other family issues, the last thing you want to worry about is finding a great gift for everyone on your list. So, in the spirit of giving, I'm sharing my go-to gift idea. Premium audio products from a Raycon. 
You're welcome. Raycon's wireless earbuds, headphones, and speakers offer premium sound, useful features, an almost custom, comfortable fit, and up to 54 hours of battery life. Anyone you gift them to will find a use for them right away, whether they use the speakers to start a party in the living room or escape the party completely and use the earbuds for some much-needed zen meditation or, you know, murder podcast. And as the person gifting them, you're going to love that they start at half the price of other premium audio brands. I love my Raycons. I have uh, some work earbuds. I have some everyday earbuds. And uh, I'm looking at uh, getting some speakers from Raycon. And I have a set of gaming earbuds. I love them. Uh, I use them all the time. In fact, the everyday earbuds and the gaming earbuds have disappeared into other rooms of my home that don't belong to me. I mean, the room belongs to me, but just the earbuds don't. It's kind of, it's a weird thing. It means other family members have just decided that, hey, those are good. I'm going to use them. I love them. Thank you. Uh, So buy more. Uh, Just one pair is not going to be enough. And uh, this month, Raycon is going to have the countdown to Christmas with a new pop-up flash deal for you to take advantage of every single day you can find raycon in stores now like kohl's and walmart but really i can tell you right now you're always going to get the best deal at buyraycon.com slash jeffy the raycon website also offers free shipping free returns buy now pay later options plus a 30-day happiness guarantee Go to buyraycon.com slash Jeffy right now. You're going to get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY plus free shipping. That's the code HOLIDAY at buy, B-U-Y, raycon.com slash Jeffy for 15% off your Raycon purchase. Buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. All right, so we've got a new study uh, in the published in the JAMA Neurology. I mean, <laughs> man, I do not want to miss the studies published in JAMA Neurology. So the people uh, at higher risk for dementia, if more than 20% of their daily caloric intake is ultra-processed food. Boy, come on now. Can we do better, please? No. In the study, people who consumed the most ultra-processed foods recorded a 28% faster rate of global cognitive decline and a 25% faster rate of executive function decline compared to those who ate at least the least amount of overly processed foods. Ultra-processed foods were defined in the study as industrial formulations of food substances, oils, fats, sugars, starch, and protein isolates that contain little or no whole foods and typically include flavorings, colorings, emulsifiers, and other cosmetic attitudes. Good news is we don't eat any of that. (laughs) Examples of ultra-processed foods include hot dogs, hamburgers, sausages, french fries, sodas, cookies, cakes, candy, donuts, ice cream. Good thing, like I said, we don't need any of that. 
<laughs> now, the good news out of this is that the study followed more than 10,000 Brazilians for up to 10 years with an average age of the participants being 51. Now, this is Brazil, so it's not America. So our hot dogs, hamburgers, sausages, french fries, sodas, cookies, cakes, candy, donuts, and ice cream different in Brazil? I would like to answer that question, yes. But no, not really. Cognitive testing included immediate and delayed word recall, word recognition, and verbal fluency. This testing was performed at the beginning and the end of the study with participants answered questions regarding their diet. The study uh, was presented Monday at the 2022 Alzheimer Association's International Conference in San Diego. You want to talk about a party. Now, there's a party. <laughs> Not only was this published in the JAMA Neurology, but they were releasing and talking about it at the Alzheimer's Association International Conference. Man, that is a party. So, in Brazil... Ultra-processed foods make up 25-30% to 30 of total calorie intake. They have McDonald's, Burger King. They eat a lot of chocolate and white bread. It's not very different than us. I know. <laughs> uh, it's not good. 58% of the calories consumed by United States citizens. 56.8% uh, of the calories consumed by British citizens. And 48% of the calories consumed by Canadians come from ultra-processed foods. <sighs> it's not good. It's not good at all. I have to give it all up. You know that. We're going to have to give it all up. It's already known that ultra-processed foods increase the, risk, increase the risk of obesity, heart circulation problems, diabetes, cancer, shorter lifespan. Now, now we have to avoid those increased health risks. Now we have to Encourage people whose diets consist of ultra-processed foods to also consume high-quality foods. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains. I know. I got it. And they want us to prepare all our meals from scratch. And people need to know. Now, this is according to... What's her face? What's her name in here? Uh, Natalie Goncalves, uh, the, uh, the co-author uh, a researcher in the Department of Pathology at the University of Sao Paulo Medical School. Uh, she said that, uh, or I'm guessing it's a she, sorry. Just uh, The researcher said, uh, people need to know that uh, they should cook more and prepare their own food from scratch. We say we don't have time, but it really doesn't take that much time. Okay. And it's worth it because you're going to protect your heart and guard your brain from dementia or Alzheimer's disease. That's the take-home message. Stop buying things that are super processed. Okay. There you go. That's good news. <laughs> from, the, from the researcher, just stop buying things that are super processed. Okay? All right, then. Back off me. Now, that research was published. We have new research now that's in the beginning stages. Okay, this has not been published yet. But scientists have developed a device they hope can diagnose cancer by listening to your bathroom sounds. Boy, does that sound good, huh? It works by using artificial intelligence to look for subtle changes in the noise made when someone goes number two 
urinates or flatulates. Oh, good. So we can tell if you have cancer by your farts. That's awesome. (laughs) So researchers have built a database. Man, do you not want to be a researcher in this program? Researchers have built a database with hours of audio and video samples of excretions from healthy and unwell patients to establish a baseline and prime the machine learning algorithm. I mean, that's something you have to do, but I don't want to do it. (laughs) Oh man, that does not sound fun. I mean, listening, I guess, if you can get out of your mind what's actually happening, but to be a part of it in real new, no, thank you. No. So one of the lead researchers from Georgia Tech University who helped make the device, uh, we're trying to find a non-invasive way where people can get a notification on whether or not they should get checked out. Like, hey, your urine is not flowing at the rate that it should. Your farts are not sounding the way they should. You should check it out. I don't even know if this story is real because I'm looking at the machine, the prototype of the sensor package that includes a microphone through which bathroom sounds could be recorded, different sounds produced through urination, flatulence, solid defecation, and diarrhea are all influenced by the pathways in your body and can indicate something is wrong. It does not look like it's a real device. I'm guessing that it is. I know. I <laughs> It just doesn't look like it. looks like a Mr. Microphone. <laughs> hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> they, Japanese experts are using tiny worms to sniff out pancreatic tumors, which are notoriously deadly uh, and hard to catch. I don't know if the worms come back out and say, yep, hey, man, I just had to crawl across a couple of tumors. You ought to get that checked out. I'm not sure how that works out or if they put the worms inside of you and then the worms crawl out and then we test the worms. I'm sure that's how it's done. But I prefer the idea of having the worms crawl out and lighting up a cigarette and saying, yeah, hey, whoa, that was a tough one. Uh, I don't know why this person doesn't know that he's got pancreatic tumors all over because I had to crawl all over those things. (sighs) (laughs) So if you want to avoid, you know, having tiny worms sniff out pancreatic tumors, and good if it works, great. But you're able to, you get the prototype of the diarrhea detector. Now this can't be real. I'm sorry. There's no way this detector is real, the diarrhea detector. Okay. So engineers have assembled a mechanical device equipped with pumps, nozzles, and tubes. When the machine was pumped with water, it was able to recreate sounds of farts, urination, and defecation. In order to teach the machine learning algorithm about the bodily sounds it should look for, researchers sifted through publicly available audio and video samples of excretion. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. There's a bunch of them out there. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, hey, that's good news. This has not been published, though. This is just in the beginning stages of the old diarrhea detector device that can tell, hey, that fart sounds like you've got cancer.
I mean, I don't know about sounding. I mean, we've all smelled some from time to time that uh, someone crawled up there and died. Apparently, now we know. <laughs> oh, now stop it. So who died today? Who died today? Kirsty Alley. I know Kirsty Alley dead at 71. Very sad. Uh, after a short battle with cancer, the death was confirmed by her children on Monday evening. As uh, I mean, she was, look, they claimed, uh, this is what they said. Not that they claimed, this is what they said as an iconic... Uh, uh, as she was on screen, she was even more amazing mother and grandmother. Excellent. Uh, very sad news that she passed away at 71. I just heard her. I don't remember when it was. It wasn't that long ago. Anyway, it's just really, really sad. Kirstie Alley, dead at the age of 71. She had an amazing career. She continued to work. Um, and you look at the, the IMDb page, she was still working. I know, you know, it's been a while since she's had any big super hits. I mean, she uh, did The Wrath of Khan, right? Star Trek in 82. And then Cheers started, I don't know, two or three years later, right? In 85 or something like that, somewhere in the 80s. So she was, you know, banking some cash and Cheers was the big hit. I mean, for she was in hundreds of episodes from Cheers. And then she was in, uh, you know, Look Who's Talking dropped dead gorgeous and she was you know she continued to work there was a lot of stuff working in fact uh they have uh one upcoming listed here on the old imdb page that's in post production and then she was in a tv movie you can't take my daughter last year a couple years ago and anyway she was you know she still worked and was doing episodes of tv sitcoms and uh it was very sad very sad and then you know she became uh you know re-famousized you can quote me on that re-famousized when you know with her supporting of trump as a hollywood actress uh <gasps> we can't have that so uh kirstie alley uh dead at the age of 71 now someone who just won't die <laughs> jonathan the tortoise Jonathan the tortoise celebrated his 190th birthday as he extends his run as the longest living land animal in the world. I bet he doesn't eat processed foods. <laughs> he lives on the island of St. Helena uh, in the South Atlantic. St. Helena, St. Helena, I got it, okay. Uh, he was uh, a gift to the governor of the island in uh, 1882 at the time he was thought to have already be about 50 years old okay so he's 48 inches long same size as when he arrived on the island his species of tortoise reaches full maturity by 50 providing the best estimate for his age even though some naturalists believe he could be even older okay now, they claim that this breed, the S-E-Y-C-H-E-L-L-E-S. Seychelles. That's what I said. Seychelles. Giant tortoise. 
uh, normally lives to be about, uh, you know, 150 years old. And so, you know, he's, he is now officially the oldest. There was a, uh, a tortoise that lived, they thought was older than Jonathan, uh, Madagascar tortoise, tortoise. Yeah. Uh, that was gifted to the Tonga royal family in 1777, who died in 1965 at the age of 188 years old. That's according to Smithsonian. But now Jonathan, uh, holding tough <laughs> at 190, could be older. I mean, there's a few, there's a couple other tortoises on the island hanging out with Jonathan. There's Emma, 54 year old female. I don't know if her and Jonathan uh, still taking care of a little bit of this. Uh, David, the 54-year-old male. Oh, yeah. And David uh, is uh, taking care of a little business with Emma. You can count on that. And Frederica. <laughs> Frederica is a 31-year-old tortoise who they thought was a male. And now they think, now it's a female. So, I don't know. It's either, they don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know maybe David was taking care of a little business with uh, Frederica or Frederick and now you know we don't know if tortoises can have gay relationships so I don't I don't know why they thought it was a female and now they think it's a male and so we just we just don't know but no matter what Jonathan the Seychelles. Giant tortoise is 190 years old. At least. So thankfully, the king is okay. Uh, He was out shaking hands. Yeah, I'm talking about King Charles. Uh, He was out wandering around meeting the people of London trying to act like he's Mr. All-America, no wait, All-England. And, uh, you know, so he's out shaking hands and saying hello to all these people. Now, I believe that uh, someone threw an egg in his direction. So they had to move him along. Now, remember, he got hit with an egg. (laughs) Uh, They got hit with an egg or eggs were thrown at him not long ago. And so eggs now are banned from being carried in public within 500 meters of the monarch. So they arrested some 20-year-old who apparently threw an egg in the direction of the king, but missed him. And now he's being questioned. (laughs) So whatever you do, don't carry eggs when the king is going to be around, okay? I'm just, just trying to help is all. Just trying to help. Also, you know, we're, uh, we talked earlier about uh, the holidays and uh, things are happening, gatherings are happening. Just be careful, okay? I see news stories every day now about families feuding and fighting over the holidays. There was a story about the alcohol-fueled family game of Monopoly that turned violent. Furniture was overthrown. Gunfire erupted. A man goes to jail on assault charge and a deadly weapon charge. Okay, it turned violent. They went outside, uh, outside of their home after they flipped over the tables because of the Monopoly game and started shooting. Uh, gunshots were fired. Now they said that uh, you know they 
the gunshots were fired at her father, but it was down the street, so we don't think that he really wanted to shoot him. He was just pissed <laughs> at the Monopoly game. So, you know, he just started shooting because he's was angry. Then I see a story about a Christmas party brawl between Grinch and a reindeer that leads to arrest. This is a Christmas party. Grand Traverse County, Michigan. It's right there. If you look at that I'm holding on my hand, this is where, you know, Grand Traverse County is up there by Traverse City because Traverse City were police Traverse City police were called to the Hotel Indigo uh, after a fight uh, during a work Christmas party broke out. Police said that a 30-year-old man dressed as a reindeer was defending himself against another 30-year-old man dressed as Grinch. The Grinch was allegedly punching the reindeer. The man dressed as the Grinch was arrested for assault. Others believe the argument was accelerated due to alcohol use. Uh, you think? <laughs> So, if you're going to go to a Christmas party, relax, okay? You don't need to worry about... Maybe the Grinch was pissed that the guy was dressed up as a reindeer when he's stealing the Grinch's thunder at the at the company Christmas party. I don't know. We just don't know. But take it easy out there, okay? At home, with family and friends, or if you're on an airline, okay? Because I see where a niece of former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie was, and who doesn't love Chris Christie, was arrested recently after officials say she became unruly on a Spirit Airlines plane. Oh, now this happened before it had a chance to take off. Okay, so this happened on Thanksgiving Day. Flying on the Thanksgiving holiday is no fun to begin with. Uh, I've had to, I've been held over in cities on Thanksgiving Eve and then you try to catch a flight on Thanksgiving and it's just a, it's a nightmare. Anyway, just before 6 a.m. on Thanksgiving Day, Shannon Epstein, 25, the niece of Chris Christie, uh, boarded the Spirit Airlines flight headed to New Orleans from, headed from New Orleans to New Jersey. Okay, so the plane left the gate. Before it could take off, Epstein allegedly began causing a scene accusing a Latina family <laughs> seated next to her of smuggling cocaine. <laughs> okay, uh, so I see this Latina family on the Spirit Airlines plane. They're smuggling cocaine. So, airport officials said, ooh, no, we're going to redirect the old plane back to the gate so she can be removed. However, she refused to cooperate. When deputies tried to force her to deplane, she was extremely combative. <laughs> so, during then she started scuffling with deputies at the Louis Armstrong International Airport. Louis Armstrong International, the LAI airport. Uh, supposedly called several injuries. <laughs> she bit one officer in the arm, broke the skin. She kicked another officer in the groin. Both, according to this report, were treated by paramedics. Oh, that's good. Now, there were allegations that she spat on officers as well. They ended up restraining her by handcuffing her to a wheelchair. 
<laughs> which she then attempted to bite and hurl obscenities on them after she was handcuffed to the wheelchair. Now, she kept saying, now, according to this, she reportedly bragged that she was related to a friend of former President Donald Trump. I don't know if someone needs to explain to her that's not a good thing to say in today's world. Uh, you know who I am? I know a friend who is friends with Donald Trump. That'll help. <laughs> so she was released uh, from custody that same day after she paid a $10,750 bail. She's scheduled to appear in Jefferson Parish Court in late January. Uh, though most cases related to an airplane or airport incident are transferred to federal court. So we'll see what happens with this case. <laughs> now, Christie did not respond uh, to any request for comment on this. What's he going to say? I mean, it's his niece and she needs to learn to shut the hell up. I don't know who she thinks she is. And she sees a Latina family on an airline. They're smuggling cocaine. And then she fights with everyone. There's a problem. There's some other issue at hand. Okay. And plus, don't forget. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about. Uh, I know a friend who knows Donald Trump. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm No, I'm sorry. Uh, she doesn't know a friend. She's related to a friend of former President Donald Trump. Yeah, that's Uncle Chris. Who is Chris still a friend of President Donald Trump? Uh, that's another question. But I just find, I find that awesome that she thought that that's a good thing. To I am related to a friend of the former President Donald Trump. Talk about brush with greatness, man. Holy cow. Hey, remember if you order anything from uh, shop.blazemedia.com. Make sure you use the promo code Jeffy20, J-E-F-F-Y-2-0. I don't care what you buy. You can buy Chewing the Fat merchandise. You can buy any other merchandise on the website shop.blazemedia.com. But use the promo code Jeffy20, J-E-F-F-Y-2-0. I want to win the 2022 Merch War Trophy. That's all I want. That's all I want. I don't care. Uh, you can purchase whatever you want. But I just want the 2022 Merge War Trophy. That's all I want. They're giving away a lot away. Follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram as Jeff Fisher Radio. And you can always email uh, the show, ChewingTheFat at TheBlaze.com. And I'd like to uh, say happy birthday again. I started the show saying Stephen Wright is not dead thankfully. And, uh, he is still alive. It's his birthday. That's why he was trending on Twitter this morning. Made me really nervous. I thought, uh, I thought we lost Stephen Wright as well. No, we did not. So I'll just leave you with a couple of my favorite lines, uh, from Stephen Wright that I didn't mention earlier. Uh, Stephen Wright, I intend to live forever. So far, so good. If it's a penny for your thoughts and you put in your two cents worth, then someone somewhere is making a penny. Think about it. Since it is his birthday and he was born on this day in 1955, I'll leave you with his birthday joke. I remember when a candle shop burned down, everyone stood around singing happy birthday. Stephen Wright, not dead. <laughs> Thank you.
subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.